Good morning, and thank you for joining us for Maddens and Prayers on this Tuesday, August 17th. Uh, our order of service will be Maddens that you can find on page 219 of the Lutheran Service Book. Our psalm today is Psalm 24, verses 1 to 6. Psalm 24, 1 to 6. And our hymn, hymn 534, verse 4. 534, verse 4. Lord enthroned in heavenly splendor. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Psalm 24, 
1 to 6. Psalm 24, 1 to 6. is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Our hymn today is hymn 534, 534 stanza 4. Life imparting heavenly manna, stricken rock with streaming side, heaven and earth with loud hosanna, worship you, the Lamb who died. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, risen, ascended, glorified, risen, ascended, glorified. Our reading today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning in verse 24. 1 Corinthians 9, 24. 
Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others I myself should be disqualified. For I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us, that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were, as it's written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? What do I imply then, that food offered to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, I imply that what pagans sacrifice they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God 
and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Our reading today comes from Johann Gerhard, uh, whose day we remember today. O Lord, to you be honor and glory and blessing and thanksgiving, Revelation 7, 12. You not only mercifully receive me when I repent, but also grant me the ability to keep from sinning and to live a life more free from error. What good would it be to be free from sickness if a worse relapse followed? What good would it be to be absolved from sin unless the grace is given to live a pious life? You, most faithful God, perform the duties of a faithful and skillful doctor in healing the mortal wounds of my soul. You heal them by the wounds of your Son. There is danger that the healed wounds will be reopened, but your Spirit prevents this with grace like a poultice. After receiving the forgiveness of sins, so many people return to their former way of living. By repeating their sins, they offend God all the more grievously. We see so many who were freed from the yoke of sin only to return to the bondage that once held them. So many of those who have been led out of the spiritual Egypt look back to its flesh pots of carnal pleasures. After recognizing Christ, they flee the defilement of the world but become entangled in it again as they return to their former ways. They were freed from the bonds of Satan through conversion Trapped again by Satan's bonds, they hold fast to the deception of evil spirits. Their last state is surely worse than their first. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it, for them to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. They are like dogs that return to their vomit, or like pigs that wallow in the muck after they are washed. The same can happen to me if you do not keep me on the good path through your powerful grace and effective working of your Holy Spirit. The same evil spirit that captured them attacks me. The same world that seduced them entices me. The same flesh that secured them lures me. Only your grace protects me against these attacks and furnishes me with the power necessary for victory. Your strength supplies the power I need in my weakness. You give my spirit the strength to restrain the passion of the flesh. Whatever is good in me comes from you, the font of all good things, because in me by nature there is nothing but sin. I have to acknowledge that all the good works I do, which are nevertheless impure because of the corruption and imperfection of my flesh, are gifts of your grace. I will give you thanks forever because of your immeasurable gift to me. Amen. We sing the Te Deum.
We praise You, O God. We acknowledge You to be the Lord. All the earth now worships You, the Father everlasting. To You all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The holy church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The Father of an infinite majesty your adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver man, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you, and we worship your name forever and ever. Grant, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let your mercy be upon us as our trust is in you. O Lord, in you have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. The Kyrie.
Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. Most high God, we owe you great thanks that in the sacred mystery of the supper that you feed us with the body and blood of your Son, may we approach this heavenly meal with true faith, firmly convinced that the body we eat is the one given into death for us, and that the blood we drink is the blood shed for our sins, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, always more ready to hear than we to pray, and to give more than we either desire or deserve, (coughs) pour down upon us, the abundance of your mercy, forgiving those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things that we are not worthy to ask, except through the merits and mediation of Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, You have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Today we celebrate Johann Gerhard, theologian. He lived from 1582 to 1637. So he'd follow, well, here it's going to say it. Johann Gerhard was a great Lutheran theologian in the tradition of Martin Luther and Martin Chemnitz, and the most influential of the 17th century dogmaticians. His monumental work, Loki Theologici, 23 large volumes, is still considered by many to be a definitive statement of Lutheran orthodoxy. 
Gerhard was born in Hindenburg, Germany. At the age of 15, he was stricken with a life-threatening illness. This experience, along with guidance from his pastor, Johann Arndt, marked a turning point in his life. He devoted the rest of his life to theology. He became a professor at the University of Jena, or Jena, and served many years as a superintendent of Heldberg. Gerhard was a man of deep evangelical piety and love for Jesus. He wrote numerous books on exegesis, theology, devotional literature, history, and polemics. His sermons continue to be widely published and read. Just as an aside, I, I often read his sermons before writing mine on, on the Gospels. Uh, he used the same one-year lectionary that we do. And um, he also wrote a book, um, oh, Meditations uh, Upon the, uh, the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ. That's really good. And also, um, I'm trying to think of the other one that, that he's really well known for. I can't think of it. Excellent, excellent writer. Uh, Martin Luther, then Martin Chemnitz, and then he was the, uh, the third major Lutheran theologian. Well, thank you all for joining us today on this Tuesday. Uh, we'll be meeting again tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Hope you can join us, and may God bless you this day and the rest of this week.